Well, a very good Sunday morning to you. Happy Lord's Day. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. And I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour, taking your calls, praying for your prayer requests, answering your questions, and talking about how great is our God. That's not a question. That's a statement. How great is our God? Our God is awesome and mighty and able to do abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask or think. So let's start our program in prayer to an awesome and mighty God. Father, we open this program in prayer, seeking and desiring your perfect will to be accomplished during this next hour. Lord, I pray for each and every listener, each and every caller tonight, Lord, that needs would be met, that there would be divine appointments tonight, Lord, that only you could could do, could make happen. Lord, I pray, Father, Holy Spirit, that you would take over, that you would lead us and guide us, that we would be lifted up into the presence of our Father, our God, our Savior. I just thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. Bless this hour. Use this program for your glory. Be glorified, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. We are a live program. We're here in studio right now, ready to take your calls. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, whatever's going on in your life, God can do it. God could change your situation. God can increase your blessing. Why don't you call in with your needs? The number is 888 888- Nine nine five 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 two. You know, we were having some uh, difficulties last week, and hopefully the phones are repaired, the phones are working, but we won't know until you call, because we need to see if we could take some phone calls tonight. I'm pretty sure we can. So if you have a need, if there's something you want to bring before the Lord, a change that needs to be made in your life, whether it's a spiritual situation where you feel far from the Lord. Well, I'll tell you, no matter how far you feel from God, God is not far from you. He has a desire and a will for your life. He's he's there. He's never left you. Jesus promised, I will never leave you or forsake you. He's here. He's near to you. You know, sometimes we drift from the Lord, but he doesn't drift from us. Look what he says in his word. In Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, one of my favorite passages, he says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me, With all your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. Now, a couple of things you need to see here. God's plan for you is to do good. God's plan is to give you a future and a hope. It's not for calamity. It's not for disaster. His plan is for your hope, for you to have a future. And it says that when you call upon me, I will listen to you. So 
if he's listening to you, he can't be too far away. He can hear your calls. He can hear your prayers at any time. And he says, when you seek me with all your heart, you'll find me. He can be found because he's not far. So if there's a spiritual issue in your life and you need to bring it before the Lord, you need to get back with God, all it takes is prayer. All it takes is repentance and a desire to seek him again. He loves you. God, there is a God in heaven who loves you. Pastor Steve Wilbert always, that's his, that's his, that, that's, that's his phrase. He, he tells people, when was the last time you, somebody told you there's a God in heaven who loves you? Well, we're telling you tonight, there's a God in heaven who loves you, who's never left you. But if you feel far from the Lord, call in tonight. Let's pray. Let's start that road back to the Lord. He's waiting for you. 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 if you need prayer. If there's something physical going on, if there's an illness, a sickness, a disease, you know, there's this flu outbreak, virus outbreak, I don't know, they say it's bacterial, who knows? But there's a lot of people sick right now dealing with a cold, a flu, a virus. You know, COVID is is, is reared its ugly head again. You know, my grandson just got over COVID. Some friends of mine just got over COVID. Thankfully, you know, it, it wasn't bad. It was a bad flu, a bad whatever. But they got over it. If you need prayer for any type of sickness, disease, whatever is going on in your life physically, there's physical healing for you through Jesus Christ. Call in 888-995-5552. You know, we're going to pray for addictions tonight. If there's an addiction in your life, whether it's drugs, alcohol, gambling, pornography, whatever the addiction is, God can break that addiction. It's broken already. You just need to access the power that's been released from the cross to realize your victory over this addiction. And it starts in prayer. That's where it starts. So for physical illnesses... Sickness, diseases, addictions, financial problems. You know, I think we feel the financial problem this month the most. Probably because, you know, Christmas and all of the, and all of the uh, you know, pressures of Christmas time. But Christmas is a joyful time. We'll talk about that too. So if you're dealing with a financial crunch... Call in tonight. Let's pray for your finances. 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, call in tonight. If you have questions, call in tonight. Questions about the Bible, about Christianity. You know, we're just we're just at the beginning of December. Christmas is about three weeks away. If you've got questions about Christmas, I've got a question here uh, from the Internet about Christmas that we're going to answer in a little bit. So if you've got any question at all about Christianity, the Bible, doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, Christmas, holidays, whatever, call in tonight and let's see if we can find the answer to your question. 
888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. You know, a uh, question that, that uh, gets asked all the time is about Christmas. Excuse me. Is Christmas a pagan holiday? Well, if you ever heard that or thought about that or need the answer to that question, let's talk about it. Let's talk about pagan holidays. You know, is Christmas based on a pagan holiday? Well, we'll see if you're interested. 888-995-5552. And we're getting some calls, and we'll get to our calls in just a few minutes. I want to remind you, of course, that today is the Lord's Day, and we go to church. You know, uh, church is so essential. You know, the government told us it wasn't essential during COVID. But church is so important, so essential, that we get together as brothers and sisters in the Lord, as the body of Christ. It's essential to a Christian's life that we be connected to other Christians, that we be connected to a, 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 a place where we go to worship. You know, you can worship in your house, and we should. We should worship in our, in our closet, prayer room, at home. We do, but there's something special about getting together with other Christians as the body of Christ in church. So get together in church today, be with fellow Christians in church for prayer, for the preaching, for worship, support your local church in your area. If you don't have a local church in your area, I'd be honored to try and help you find a church. Um, if you need a church, just email me at sammynla.kkla at gmail.com. Let me know what area you live in, and I'll try and refer you to a couple of churches, at least two. And you can go visit those churches, see if that's where the Lord could lead you, if you feel comfortable, if you like the preaching, if you're blessed by the worship. You know, it's so important to be in a Bible-based, Bible-preaching church. So if you need help finding a church, let me know. Sammy N-L-A. That's S-A-M-M-Y. N is in Nancy. L-A dot K-K-L-A at gmail.com. You can also email me your prayer requests, and we'll pray for your prayer requests. Uh, we'll pray during the week and then also here on the radio. If you have a question, uh you can email your question, and I'll answer it on the following broadcast after I receive it. So, again, it's Sammy NLA, S-A-M-M-Y, and it's in Nancy, L-A dot K-K-L-A at gmail.com. Okay, praise the Lord. Uh, we're going to pray for some uh, people that I already have on my prayer list, and then we're going to answer a question, and then we're going to get to our our. our uh, our phone line. So Sue, Terry, Gilbert, Yolanda, keep holding on. We'll get to your calls in just a minute or two. Uh, we want to pray for a young man in Portland. His name is Jr. And uh, he's really going through a difficult time. Uh, they say it's possible that he has cancer. Uh, he's in the hospital right now undergoing tests and evaluations, but we know the Lord can change that situation. So we want to pray for Jr. We also want to keep many in prayer. He's going to be going back to the doctor on the 11th to receive uh, his good news. We're claiming good news and uh, a great testimony unto the Lord about many. 
I want to pray for a young woman. Her name is Diana. We think her name is Diana. Um, she had a heart attack, and we want to pray for her recovery. We want to pray for Seth, for freedom from addictions. We want to pray for OM, for peace, uh, that the Lord would just be upon him. For Mimi, for her health and for her schoolwork, to finish, to, to be successful to her schoolwork. We want to pray about this flu virus outbreak. And also, we want to pray for Israel. And uh, I'm sure as you must have heard that the uh, the pause or the ceasefire has ended and they're back uh, at war with Hamas in Gaza. So we want to pray for Israel. Father, we come before you. Will you just, will you just pray with me and especially for JR? Take, take a moment and pray as we all pray. Uh, so... Let's get together right now and pray for Jr. Jr. We pray, Lord. We pray for Jr. Lord for his health, for his healing, whatever is going on in his body, Lord. I pray, Lord, that when the test results come back, that we would receive the report of the Lord. That there would be good news for Jr. Lord. That there would be healing in his life. That you would eliminate any type of cancer, lymphoma blood clot, whatever the doctors are saying, I pray, Father, that you would heal in Jesus' name, that you would heal and be glorified, Lord, that you would receive glory through this healing, through this, Lord, testimony of your greatness, of your of your power and strength and ability to heal. I pray for J.R., Father. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would heal him and raise him up as a testimony that he would go on and be Lord, that you would just use him for your glory, for your glory, for your purpose to give strength and hope to others, Lord, who, again, Lord, there's so many with cancer, so many that need healing. And this healing, Lord, for J.R., would encourage so many more. So I pray for J.R., Lord, that you would be glorified through his healing in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for many, Mokodad, that you would continue to bless him and heal him. Lord, that you'd bring newness of life into his situation. Strength and power, Lord, to carry on, to move on, and to go forward in your will. I pray, Lord, for Diana. Lord, I pray your healing upon her from the heart attack. Lord, that you'd strengthen her heart muscle, that you'd open those arteries, and that she would be healed. Totally and completely, Lord. I pray for Seth. Lord, freedom from addictions, Lord. Break those chains that entangle him, Lord, from whatever addiction there is in his life. And bring salvation to his life. I pray for OM, for peace and grace and mercy. I pray for Mimi, for her health, and that she would finish her schoolwork. I pray for this about this flu virus. Lord, that you would get us through this season. Lord, that there would be health and vigor and, and, and just strength and power. Watch over the babies, Lord, the children, and keep us from this flu virus. Get get rid of this flu virus, this COVID, Lord. I just pray, Father, your, your protection, your strength, and your power. And, of course, Lord, last but not least, we pray for Israel. I pray for victory in Israel, Lord, as you brought them through so many, so many wars, so many battles, I pray for Israel that they would achieve victory, Lord, and that they would be free from the threat of terrorism. 
Lord, bless Israel. Bless your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Thank you for praying with me. Thank you for praying for us here at the Gypsy Christian Hour. Um, We're here to pray for you. We're here to answer questions. We're here to talk about how great is our God. So if you have a prayer request, if you have a question, call in tonight. We're here for you. 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Well, let's answer a question, and then we're going to go to the phone lines. This question is from Chad in Long Beach. He says, the Christmas season is upon us. The Christmas season is upon us. How wonderful. Could you please explain the meaning behind the gift offerings of the wise men, gold, frankincense, and myrrh? So the answer to that question, Chad, is these wise men were from the East, and they... uh, they were, uh, you know, they, they watched the skies. They were astronomers. Um, and they knew the prophecies of the Old Testament. And they knew when they saw certain signs to, 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 to head west. And the star led them to Nazareth. And they came and they witnessed the birth of the Savior. It was after his birth, really. It tells us in uh, in Matthew 2, the second chapter, in the 11th verse, that they entered the house. Well, we know that um, Joseph and Mary weren't in a house when uh, when Jesus was born uh, because he was placed in a manger. But, uh, you know, they, they, they came to Jesus because they were looking for the Savior, the King of Israel, and they brought gifts because when you would go to a king— when you would visit a king, when you'd be, you would bring gifts, and they brought gifts to this king of Israel. And the gold signified his uh, is his his kingship that he's a king. You would bring gold to a king. Frankincense was uh, you know about they gave him frankincense because it it it. it Referenced his deity, because frankincense was a uh, an incense. You'd burn incense, frankincense, uh, in worship, and it would you'd lift. It would be a sweet smelling aroma. So they would burn frankincense as worship. It referenced his deity, because only God is to be worshipped. And then myrrh was an ointment. Uh, and this was a reference to his death, that he would die on a cross, that he would be uh, uh, the ultimate sacrifice, the sacrificial lamb to pay for our sins, because myrrh would be was an ointment that was used in preparing uh, bodies for burial. So th- those were the the three, uh, you know, reasons for the three gifts: gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Uh, signifying his deity, signifying his kingship, and signifying his death, that he would be a sacrifice. So I hope that answers your question. If you have more questions, you can call it 888-995-5552. But 
these these gifts were very important, and it's the reason that we give gifts to each other on Christmas because we you know we we honor God uh, by giving gifts to each other in remembrance that the that the wise men gave him gifts at his birth, you know, uh, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, each referencing. Uh, his character and his life, you know, his uh, deity, uh, his kingship, and his death and sacrifice. You know, only only God is to be worshipped. Only God is to be honored. And we honor him uh, through remembering about gift-giving, giving, giving to each other. So I hope that answers your question. You can always email me uh, with further questions or call in tonight at 888-995. Five 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 two. Well, let's go to our phone lines. Our board is almost totally filled up, but let's pray and hope that we can get to the calls, that we can actually receive calls tonight. Let's go to our first caller. We're going to talk to Sue on line one. Hi, Sue. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi. Uh, my name is Sue, and I have a quick question. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay, um, if a person has a reprobate, a reprobate or debased mind, can that person still be saved? What do you mean by a reprobate mind? Um, it's Romans one twenty eight, I believe. Well, Romans one twenty eight. That that's a, a, a great question because uh, Romans says that even. Let me go to Romans, and let's go to one twenty eight. Uh, well, let's do, let's go here for this reason. Let's go to eighteen. It says, "For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which is known about God is evident within them, for God made it evident to them. For since the creation of the world, His invisible." attributes, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made so that they are without excuse. Now listen to this. For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks, but they became futile in their speculations and their foolish heart was darkened, professing to be wise, they became fools. So for the, and then let's skip down to 26. For this reason, God gave them over to a, a degrading, to degrading passions. And well, it goes, says it goes on and says they, that God gave them over to their repu, reprobate mind. Now, these people knew God, they knew Him, but they did not honor Him as God or give thanks. So these people, uh, I, you know, you could say they 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 committed the unpardonable sin, which was blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, because they knew God, but yet they didn't. They refused to honor God. They refused to acknowledge God. So in this case, I don't believe these people can be saved, because it says God gave them over to a depraved. It says God gave them over to a depraved mind to do the things which are not proper being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, and so on. So this type of person refuses to be saved. They don't want to be saved because they know God, and yet they uh, refuse to acknowledge God. And this is, this is considered, I, I believe this, is, this would be 
uh, a good evidence or explanation of um, blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. The Pharisees knew that Jesus was from God, yet they attributed his his miracles to Satan. They knew that he was sent from God, but they refused to acknowledge him as who he said he was. He is God. So does that answer your question, Sue? Yes. Yeah, thank you very much. Okay. God bless you. Okay, bye-bye. And if you have a question, anything like that, give us a call, 888-995-5552. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Terry. Hi, Terry. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour, and you're calling from Barstow? Yes, sir. And how are you listening to us, on the Internet? No, my phone. Oh, okay. So how can we help you tonight? I need prayer still because I was explaining to the other gentleman that answered the phone that I fell twice, but it was a stroke, not because I fell. And when I did pass out, I hit my head on the pavement. Oh, my. And internal bleeding on the second time. So in the hospital, they couldn't keep me because there was not very much they could do for me other than keep me asleep. Uh Uh-huh. So they asked my husband, well, the only thing we could suggest is put her in a rehab. I was still knocked out. I guess I was knocked out for three days. And when I did wake up, I was like panicky. I, mm-hmm. you know, where am I? What I'm, why am right. I here? So then the, the main doctor came in and explained to me that I had a stroke twice. And when I had the stroke, when I was trying to walk, I couldn't walk at all. I couldn't remember my name. Um, when my grandkids came in, they're quite young. I said, what are these dwarfs doing here? And my son said, mom, you know, right. you don't know what you're saying. Yeah. And I go, I don't even know my name. Why am I here? And I cried. Yeah. I wanted to talk to my mom. My mom passed away. Oh, Terry, I wanted I'm to so talk sorry. to my old sister. She passed away. Yeah. My sister was yeah, Dodson. Yeah, you, you, you had memory loss, and and and, but thank thankfully your memory seems to have been uh, it came back. It's trying to come back, yeah. but let's. And my family's helping yeah. me, and to walk. Yeah, I walk. It's an ugly walk, and when I walk, I have a mirror in. Yeah. Uh, I hope you are you using a walker. You should be using a walker if you're having difficulty yeah, walking. Yeah, they brought me a bed. Yeah. Well, let's, well, well, let's, and, and then they gave me a walker, yeah. and every medicine they give me, it puts me to sleep. Yeah. I don't want to sleep yeah. my life away. I well, want to remember. Well, let's, well, let's do the most important thing right now. We're going to pray and ask God's healing. Father, I come before you, Lord. And our listeners, Lord, I pray but they're praying right now also for Terry. Lord, let's get together as as Christians to pray for each other. And I want to pray right now for Terry, Lord. You know your plans for her, Lord, for her future and a hope to give her a future, to give her a hope, Lord, that she would move on from this stroke, Lord, that she would be totally and completely healed from this stroke and that her memory would be right, that her bodily functions would be right, that she'd be able to walk and use her hands. Father, I just pray total and complete healing, Lord, that she would enjoy the touch of an awesome and mighty God. Lord, as the woman who 
who who just lifted up her hand to touch the hem of your garment, Lord. All we need, Lord, is that touch. Lord, to be touched by you or to touch the hem of your garment is the healing that we need, Lord. I pray that you would touch Terry now, Lord, with the healing hand of an awesome and mighty God. Lord, I know that you can do more than anyone ever thinks or, or even prays for, Lord. We, you do so, you can, you're able to do so much more than we ask. So I pray, Lord, that you would heal Terry. Lord, that she would be with her children and her grandchildren, and that this, this, these, these holidays would be so joyous, Lord, through her healing, because of her healing, because of her testimony. So I pray, Lord, all of this for your glory, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I don't know if you remember me, but I'm the one that would always call you for the lupus, and I was living in my car. Yeah, I remember. Uh, it's it's been a roller coaster ride, but you know when I do really sit down and talk to my Lord, He does hear you. Well, praise when the I Lord. When I was in the rehab, I would cry at night, Lord. I don't know why I'm here. Well, thank but put your tape over me and yeah. heal me because I don't want to be. Yeah. I would cry and talk with the doctors. Let me go home. I promise I'll behave. It was awful. Well, I, th- I, don't... I thank God you're doing better now, Terry, and the Lord has more in store for you. Well, God bless you, Terry, and you have a you have thank a great. You. God bless you, and you have a happy holiday. You too. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. God bless. You too. Bye. God bless. Well, let's go back to our phone lines. And if you'd like to call in tonight with a prayer request, with a question, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Let's go to our next caller. We're going to talk to Gilbert. Hey, Gilbert, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, good morning, Sam. Good, good to m- talk to you again. Good morning. Good to talk to you. Thanks for calling. Well, how can we help? Well, I'd like to hear your understanding of Hades, okay. Sheol, and Abraham's bosom. Okay. Um, well, we find we find uh, what you're talking about. I believe it's in Ephesians, and it says that uh, that Jesus went to Sheol or Hades, and right. he uh, he led captivity captive. It also tells us in Jude, I believe. Uh, that, that he went there, and the, the 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 doctrine here, or the the teaching here, is that when a believer died in the Old Testament, they were looking forward to the cross because the cross hadn't occurred yet. Jesus hadn't come yet. He hadn't died on the cross. He hadn't spilled his blood. He hadn't shed his. He didn't. He wasn't the sacrifice yet. So they went to a place. Of waiting, which is which is talked about uh, Abraham's bosom, uh, a place of of joy and and and, and, and you know waiting, but it was a, it was a good place. He, it was a place where they were blessed. It was Abraham's but bosom, he- but, but it was but it right? wasn't heaven. Okay, oh, it was considered. Yeah. It was talked. It was. It's mentioned as as Hades or the grave or Sheol. It's where a person went when they died. And they went there and they waited 
of course, for Jesus. And after the resurrection, Jesus went to Hades or the bosom of Abraham or paradise. And he said, hey, guys, whatever you wait, what you were waiting for has happened. You know, paraphrasing, of course, using uh, modern vernacular. But it said, you know, hey, whatever you, what you were waiting for happened. I was a sacrifice. I, I, I shed my blood. I uh, paid for sins. And now we can go to heaven. You can go to heaven. And he led captivity captive. And he took everyone who was in Abraham's bosom or paradise and led them up into the presence of God, into the presence of the Father in heaven. Uh, so now that anyone after the, the resurrection or after Christ's sacrifice, Paul tells us that we don't go to a waiting place anymore. You know, that Abraham's bosom or paradise, that's an empty place. It's, it's not, no one's there anymore. Uh, and we go to be directly with the Lord. It says absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So, exactly. So as soon as a Christian dies, uh, he goes into the presence of Jesus. And there's Absolutely. no waiting. There's no waiting in, in paradise. There's no waiting in Abraham, Abraham's bosom, uh, and uh, that's what I believe. That's what the, I believe the Bible teaches. So I hope that answers your question. So in Paul's epistle, mm-hmm. Ephesians, where where exactly is that where he states that we no longer are in that waiting? Where is that precisely? Well, I believe it's Ephesians. Hold on. I believe it's Ephesians, the fifth chapter. I'm not sure. Uh, Let me see here. I would would just, just, uh, let's see. uh, Let's see if you could, uh, if I can find it. But I think it's Ephesians, the fifth chapter. I'm not sure. Let's go. Uh, no, I'm, I'm looking for Abraham's bosom. Uh, let's see here. There's no results. Well, I was trying to find it in the concordance, but you can look it up, Abraham's bosom or paradise. Uh, I believe it's in Ephesians. I'm not sure. Uh, hold on, if we can find it. No. No. Uh, I thought it was Ephesians, but I could be wrong. Oh, here we go. Uh, Ephesians, Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Okay. Okay, it says, Therefore I, the prisoner of the Lord, implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with paradise showing tolerance for one another, being diligent to preserve the unity of the spirit of the body of Christ. There is one body and one spirit, just as also you were called in one hope, of your calling. The Lord is one faith, one baptism, and God the Father of all, who is over all and through all, in all. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, it says, when he ascended on high, he led captive a host of captives and gave gifts to men. Now, this expression, he, he ascended, what does it mean except that he also descended into the lower parts of the earth? He also he who descended is himself also who ascended far above all the heavens so that he might fill all things and he gave some as apostles and he goes 
and he goes on to talk about prophets and pastors and evangelists. So it says that he led captivity captive. Why? Because he descended into the lower parts of the earth, which is it's a reference to the grave. Of course, it's a metaphor. Uh, but right. we but we we get we talk about Abraham's bosom in paradise from uh, the story that Jesus told about Lazarus and the rich man. So you'd have right. to go back to the gospel to get. To, to, to see that, and then you put this all together, and this is where all this teaching comes from uh, about uh, you know the uh, the waiting time before the before the cross. Right, because obviously I, I know you're referencing Luke sixteen twenty two, which references the mm-hmm. uh, or speaks of uh, Abraham's bosom. Right, uh, Sheol. You know, I just, uh, again, the topic of the doctrine of purgatory comes up, and, uh, you know, my cousin firmly believes that, that it's biblical. Uh, Sheol, Abraham's bosom, they're referencing purgatory. Well, here's the thing about purgatory. You know, it, it, it wasn't referenced by the Roman Catholic Church before the 15th or the 16th century. So, okay. wh- you know, where was all that doctrine before then? Because nobody taught it. Before then, and I think it was Bishop Tinsel who came up with it because his his phrase was, "When the coin in the coffer's box rings, the soul from purgatory springs." <laughs> that was his phrase because you could yeah. you could you could buy your your loved one's way out of purgatory. Really, you know, uh, this was all a made up doctrine to. Uh, increased the finances of the Roman Catholic Church. Uh, and it wasn't taught, I think, before the, f- the 15th or the 16th century, I think. I, I could be wrong about that. Uh, so, you know, it's not taught in the Bible. It's not taught in Scripture. You don't find a place of torment or suffering or, or, or penance uh, after death, uh, I think it's Ecclesiastics that tells us it is appointed unto man to die once and then face judgment. Right. So you know it's a it's a long it's a stretch, you know, and it's a you know it's a nice little story, but it's not true. It doesn't happen. I I agree. You know, and and it was all it was all it was all a complex uh, thought from uh, from the Roman Catholic Church because. It was thought that, well, there are some Christians that are not good enough to get to heaven, but they're not bad enough to go to hell. You know, and that's the, the thing with uh, uh, the types of sins. I forget what they call them, uh, mortal sins, or uh, I forget what they call it. Ven- uh, venial. Venial sins. Uh, you know, that there are some sins that take you directly to hell, and there are some st- sins that you need to pay for in purgatory. Well, that, that's that's all made up. You know, yeah. your sins were all paid for at the cross, and the, the the resolution of your sin is repentance and, and, and obedience to Jesus Christ. So there's no such so thing as purgatory, and it's a stretch. It's really a stretch to to, to, to teach purgatory. You know, it, I, I don't know what else to say about it. No, I, I agree with you. I just, if Hades is hell, what is the definition of Sheol, then? Well, the... You know, Sheol is just a reference to the grave. Okay, uh, Hades, uh, you know, is 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 another is the well. Sheol is the the Hebrew word for the grave, and Hades is the Greek word 
or the grave. They're both they both mean they both reference death or the grave. Okay. So is there a Greek or Hebrew uh, word for hell? I think it's Gehenna. Gehenna. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. I mean, this this definitely uh, it, it, again it uh, it uh, creates a reason to study the Bible. And God, there you go. More. Well, God bless you. God bless you for for studying the Word, and the Lord bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. God bless. God, you stay blessed. Good night. Good night. Well, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. We've got a little more, a little less than 20 minutes left in the program, so I want to encourage you, if you need prayer, call in 888-995-5552. No matter what it is, whether it's a spiritual need, whether it's a physical need, a financial need, we all have needs. And the Bible tells us to bring our needs unto the Lord. Make your requests known unto God. God says, when you pray to me and search for me with all your heart, you will find me. I will be found of you, declares the Lord. That's a promise. It all starts in prayer. If there's an addiction in your life that you need broken, that starts in prayer too. Let's break those addictions. Let's break the chains of addictions that God has already broken. 888-995-5552. Call in with your prayer requests. Call in with your questions. uh, Whatever. Questions about the Bible, about Christmas, about purgatory. You know, we've had we've had Christmas presents. I'm sorry, Christmas questions, purgatory questions, whatever your question is tonight. There was a question on marriage. Um, I think our listener hung up. I want to encourage you to call back eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. We're going to go to our back to our calls in just a second, but I want to take time to remind you that we are a listener supported program. And we uh, really could use your help to stay here at KKLA. To uh, you know, we pay for our airtime here, and we want to continue to be here. You know, we've been here for thirty-six years. We want to go for thirty-seven, and where, however long the Lord, the Lord will keep us here. But that takes uh, finances. So, would you pray this week about helping us uh, here financially? You can uh, make a check or money order out to GCH Ministries. That stands for the Gypsy Christian Hour. GCH Ministries. Send it into P.O. Box 93917. That's P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California. And the zip code is 91109. Uh, Whatever you can send in, whatever you can afford. I know times are tough. I know it's even tougher now that uh, we're in the Christmas season. Uh, but we really do need your help. Uh, whether it's five dollars, ten, fifty dollars, a hundred, whatever you can afford, and it is so greatly appreciated. And I love hearing, uh, reading the notes that you send in and the cards, and it, it's just really encouraging uh, to know that uh, the Lord is using us to be a blessing to you. So if you've been blessed, and if you feel us worthy of your donation, we would sure love to hear from you. Uh, make your check and money order out to the Gypsy, uh, to, to GCH Ministries. That's easier to write in. GCH Ministries, P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Well, like I said, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and we're still here. We'll be here for the next 15 minutes, but get your calls in. If you have a prayer request, 
if you have a question, 888-995-5552. Let's go to our next caller, and we'll talk to Yolanda. Hi, Yolanda. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Sammy. Good evening. Good evening, or good morning. Just uh, not calling in for prayer tonight. Just want to take a different approach. Just want to give thanks. Um, an old aunt of mine, my mother's eldest sister, went before she passed a few weeks, she uh, advised me something scriptural. She says, you know, acknowledge the Lord and all that you do, and he will direct your path. And um, I've been doing that in my, my walk with the Lord. I mean, you know, we're supposed to acknowledge him whether we're buying a new pair of shoes or a or a, a coat, or a car, or a home, or what have you. And I says, Lord, I'd like to be a fit senior citizen. Mm-hmm. And he says, okay. You, and he dropped me in the middle of a park in San Fernando, California, with a, a bunch of CSUN students um, that are all going for their kinesiology you know, degrees mm-hmm. out at CSUN. And we, we work out there, a group of seniors and we work out and um and i just i want to thank him for that and uh it's a free program and uh i've been on this fitness journey i i had a a stroke about uh 2014 actually it was a brain aneurysm and i've been working on just strengthening i hike now i Mm. walk i do all kinds of things so i just want to thank him for that and uh well, listening to my aunt, acknowledging him. Amen. Well, glory. Him. Well, all the glory goes to God, and yes. that's awesome and mighty. And I thank God for your testimony. Thank you. And you keep going, Yolanda. God bless you. I am. I am. I did a one k. Mm. Come on. <laughs> so, uh huh. Well, God. One k. Well, God bless you. You keep going. Yes. Thank you. Good thank night. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Douglas. Hi, Douglas. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Yes, Pastor Sammy. God bless you. How are you tonight? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Yeah, my name is B.J. Douglas. I'm the president of United Rangers of America. It's a motivational group for children. I'm going to be doing a party for 400 children at Magnolia Science Center this Friday, also, I'm an actor. You prayed for me before, and I need you to pray for me to get some acting work so I can continue to bless his students. Well, Father, I pray for Douglas, Lord. I pray for his ministry, Lord, for his service to these students, to these children, Lord. I pray that you'd bless him, Lord, that he would be a blessing to these children, Lord, that you would just use him in a mighty way to influence these children, Lord, in a good way, Lord, to to further their education, to further their, their, just to enhance their life with your blessings. So, Father, you provide for all of his needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I just pray, Lord, that he would prosper and be in health as his soul prospers, that others would be prospered through his prosperity, through his blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, Pastor. God bless you. Well, I've got a, a a note up here, a message up on the board. It says, the Church of God says there's a mother God. What does that mean? Well, I have no idea. 
because God does not have a gender. You know, God created gender. He created humans, male and female. But to say that, to call God female or male is a category fallacy. God doesn't fall into that kind of a, 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 a category. You know, Jesus said that God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So God is neither male or female. He's referred to, he's referred in the Bible uh, as uh, a male or, or father or he, just so that we can understand God, you know, God. The, the Bible speaks to us in terms that we can relate to. You know, we, we're not going to call God an it because we don't uh, we don't want to refer to God as male. We don't refer to God as an it. God is not an it. God is a person. He has a personality, and we refer to him in the male only because the Bible refers to him as male. He referred to himself. You know, so that we can, he referred to himself as male, only for us to be able to relate to him. But God is neither male or female. You know, God created the angels without gender. The the angels are not uh, male or female. The Bible says that they're not given in marriage. You know, so, you know, they don't have uh, children. They don't have baby angels. God created angels, angels. But God created humans in a different category. He created us in 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 the flesh, or you know, human, male and female. So it's silly to call God a female or mother God. You know, it's just again, it's just trying to. Uh, make God into something that he is not. You know, the, the, there's an old saying that uh, God created man in his own image, and ever since then, God is, uh, man has been trying to uh, pay God the same compliment. You know, God, man tries to create God in man's image, and it's not right. It's not biblical, it's you know it, it's it's heretical to call God to say that God is a man or God is a woman. You know we refer to him as Father God because the Bible tells us Jesus said, you know when you pray, pray in this manner, our Father who art in heaven. And why do we refer to him as Father? Because he is the Creator. He's the Patriarch. You know he is. Uh, the one who created us. So the Church of God's got it wrong. Anybody who says God is a woman is got it wrong because they're 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 creating a cat, cat, category fallacy. It's silly. It really is silly. Let's go to our next caller. We're going to talk to Anne. Hi, Anne. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Pastor Sammy. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, alive and kicking. There you go. I just figured, yeah, 
I just figured I needed a little backup because I have an infection in my body. I won't go into great detail, Lord knows. But I've been to the hospital once. Nah. Been to the hospital twice. Uh-huh. Nah. And I'm thinking, is this a setup from the enemy just to let me slowly die? No, that's not happening. <laughs> no way. So I thought I'd call and get some backup for that. Mm-hmm. And um, and for also prayer for my nephew. He gave his life to Christ in his situation. But, you know, we need people to come around him, that God would bless Amen. him with people in this to, to, to help him and that his body and everything, that he's 100% excellent and can move and speak and everything. And what's his okay. name? His name is Cortland. Okay. Yep. His name is Cortland. It's a miracle thus far. But we want excellence in healing, and we know our God will do it. Amen. I just don't want to be lax on my part. Okay. You know. Well, let's pray. You know, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> what were you going to say? Okay. Um. All right. Um. You know what? I don't know if I should say this. Okay. Forget it. I got to go for it. Now, um, anything in my past or my family's past, I don't know. I don't want a spirit of sickness to be around my family. Mm. You know, they got this, or they got that, or they got the other. Because I'm like, no, we're young and strong, and we always keep going. I don't know what to call it, so maybe it's not the right time to speak it out. But I just want, I'll put it like this, 100% excellent health for all my family. Amen, amen. sisters and my Cortland. Okay. Well, Father, (laughs) we come before you, Lord. And we just pray, Father, for spiritual health, for physical health, for financial health, for Anne, and for all of her family, Lord. Lord, there is no such thing as uh, generational curses or health curses, Lord. Lord, because you've broken every curse. You've broken every every tool that the enemy has in his, in, in his bag of tricks, Lord. You broke it all. And we have, Lord, the power behind us of an awesome and mighty God, behind us, in front of us, to the side, to the right, to the left. Lord, you surround us with your protection, with your grace, with your mercy. And I just pray that for Anne and for her whole family, Lord, that there would be no disease, no sickness, no nothing to have victory over them, Lord. And I pray especially for Cortland, Lord. I pray miraculous things in his life, Lord, that you would just bless him from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord, that he would be a testimony to the glory, to the honor, to the praise of God, the Father, who does abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask or think. So, just Lord, I just pray that all things would go well for Anne, for her family, Lord, that you'd keep them safe, and, Lord, that you'd take care of this infection in her body, Lord. Whatever it is, Lord, you take care of it, Lord. You... You you just rid her body of any infectious disease, Lord, any infection, Lord. Keep her safe. Keep her healthy, Lord, all for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We stand. We fight on and we stand. Amen. Our Lord is victorious. We go. Hey. All right. Well, God Merry bless you. Christmas, Pastor Sammy. You too. Merry Christmas. God bless you God, and yours. Thank God, you so much. God bless. Well, you know, she was saying Merry Christmas, and I want to encourage you all, you know, as we get closer and closer to to December the 25th, to Christmas, you know, to keep the spirit of Christmas alive in your home, with your family, 
whether you have kids or you don't have kids, enjoy the celebration of the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, we celebrate not Christmas, not the Christ Mass. We celebrate Christ during Christmas. Let him be at the center of all that you say, all that you do. You know, whether you're whether you're decorating your house, whether you're cooking uh, food for the holidays, whether you're shopping at the mall or on the internet, whatever you're doing, bless the Lord. Keep Christ at the center of what you're doing. Acknowledge him in all that you're doing, in all this season especially. You know, I think of the wise men. Uh, Chad asked a question uh, off the internet about the wise men. You know, they, they celebrated the birth of Christ for months on their travels, or at least for weeks, on their travels from the east to Bethlehem. They were looking forward to the birth of the Savior. Now, we look backwards and we celebrate his birth, but we look forward to his return. You know, he came once on the earth. He was born as a baby. But this time, as he returns, he's coming for the church in the rapture, and then he's coming on a white horse to set up his kingdom and to abolish Satan, his demons, and all those who follow him. We, we look forward to a glorious time in eternity with Jesus Christ. So celebrate that as you celebrate Christmas. Keep him at the center of all that you do, all that you think, all that you say. And use Christmas, share Christmas with somebody, the true meaning of Christmas. Okay? Well, that's all I had to say. And I pray that the Lord use it in your life. I pray that you're blessed this week. I pray that you're blessed through the season as we enter into the new year in just less than a month. Well, that's it for tonight. You're listening to the music. You hear that music in the background? That tells me we're out of time for this edition of the Gypsy Christian Hour. With God's grace and mercy, we'll be back next week. God bless you. Good night.